So I think this is a major trend in 2022. It's saying how long should content be? Yes, it should be all kinds of lengths. And I think that you have the opportunity to experiment with different content formats that meets people at different places on their journey. They don't have time to listen to today's 35 minute episode of the Think Media Podcast, but when we trim out a clip and post it somewhere else, they get that nugget in three or four minutes and you ultimately are serving more people. But remember, around the same value proposition. Welcome back to the Think Media Podcast. Sean Cannell here, and uh, it's a new year full of new opportunities and new possibilities. Super grateful to be hanging out with you today. Hope your holidays were amazing. Hope you're doing amazing. And if you happen to be listening to this episode sometime in the future, you're going to love it because there's a lot of tactical and relevant information for getting traction and growth on your channel. And we're going to get into that in just a second. But today's episode of the Think Media Podcast is brought to you by tube1kchallenge.com. Our next challenge is coming up soon, five days, seven sessions, win an entire YouTube studio plus tons of other giveaways. Myself and the Think Media team are going to be there training daily and it's entirely free. And so I'll share a little bit more about that with you later. But if you want to check it out, the URL is tube1kchallenge.com. You can always check it out in the show notes as well. But with that, let's jump into the featured content. If your YouTube channel is at least 12 months old, you have a powerful opportunity that you can do every new year. And that is looking back over the trends and the themes and some of the standout insights from your YouTube analytics, because what gets measured gets improved. And so as we have come into a new year, I looked back at our main channel, Think Media, and I found three surprising insights from the highest performing videos on the channel. And I'm excited to share those with you today. The first one is our most viewed video was a YouTube short. You know, I think in 2022, one of the things I would absolutely be paying attention to is YouTube shorts. You know, YouTube shorts uh, started really this last year as, of course, a competitor to Instagram reels, to TikTok short form vertical content. There's now gonna be, I believe, Facebook shorts, you know, different than stories. Every platform wants to jump in the game with this shorter form content. And I think it would be foolish and irresponsible to ignore YouTube shorts. Can your channel succeed without them? Absolutely. Um, but is it something that you could incorporate into your channel or at least be knowledgeable about? I think you need to be thinking about YouTube shorts. You know, this past year, and to catch you up, YouTube shorts are vertical content, right? So they're cell phone framed content, vertical, not horizontal, like traditional video. They're less than 60 seconds. You upload them on your main channel um, and they are promoted via the shorts shelf if they have good engagement and they can get massive views. As I mentioned, one of the trends we noticed was that, okay, out of the top 10 videos of the year, our most viewed video was a YouTube short and it received 6.8 million views. Now this short was created by Nolan Molt and it was on an experiment he did of seeing if anybody would notice him filming with a camera that was less than $100 from Amazon. But check this out, almost 7 million views, 2.1 thousand new subscribers 
And interestingly enough, it actually only earned $93 from people watching it on desktop and another $100 to $200 from the shorts fund. So what are the things and takeaways in regards to your YouTube strategy? You know, we posted about 30 shorts and they did all right. There was a couple that did pretty well. Um, they didn't seem to upset anyone on Think Media. I think if you're like, well, what if people don't like the format of the content? I don't know if people care about the format as much as they care if it's on brand and according to the original promise of your channel. Like if your channel promises camera tips, camera insights, how to use your camera, video editing tips like Think Media does, then whether it's a, a 60 second video or a, an hour long 60 minute video, if it delivers on the promise of the title and or you know whatever is promoted in the thumbnail, then people can choose to watch it or not. And, and we didn't really see people upset from YouTube shorts. If you stay on value proposition, I think using YouTube shorts or experimenting with them would be intelligent this year. I think secondly is if you lob out a couple YouTube shorts as we did, you have the chance of one really taking off for you. And 21,000 new subscribers is crazy. Like I think that's the big opportunity is exposure to new audience, exposure to new people because shorts have an ability to go viral like this one did. In fact, at times, it was driving over a million views in a day. Another thing to note about this was we put the video out, but it didn't actually start going quote unquote viral for 30 days, 45 days. Then it actually jumped a couple million views and plateaued again with slow growth. And then it popped again and started getting another million views a day for a couple of days. Um, and it continues to have kind of a steady growth and a, a slower growth now. So why not experiment with YouTube shorts? I think it also will help you get into a different mindset in terms of how people are thinking and communicating your message more concisely. Concisely, I think it'll help you evolve your strategy. If you're thinking YouTube shorts, you can use that same content on Instagram reels or TikTok. Um, and it's something to consider. Do I think you have to do YouTube shorts this year? No. Do I think it's worth considering? Yes. And if your monetization strategy though is YouTube ad revenue, shorts, unless you get insane amounts of views, um, is probably not going to bring in a lot of revenue because again, we made under $300 from almost 7 million views. However, 21 new thousand subscribers have the opportunity to, uh, watch your future videos, subscribe to the channel and connect with you. And you always got to ask yourself, did they subscribe? What did they subscribe for? If you experimented with a YouTube short that was off brand and they click subscribe, well, then you actually might be hurting your channel because the traditional YouTube videos you upload afterwards are not something that they want to continue to watch because they don't all stay in alignment. So do your best to keep it all in alignment, but why not experiment with shorter form content? And if you want more on this, definitely check out the show notes and the Think Media podcast episode with Chris Doe, Chris Do from the future. He uh, uses YouTube shorts and he has a lot of longer form educational type videos talking about design, talking about marketing your video services and all kinds of stuff. And his YouTube shorts, though, have brought massive new exposure. And some people have kind of gone deeper with them in business and they're having great results with YouTube shorts. And he shares a really powerful strategy on that. So if you see YouTube shorts incorporated into your channel this year, um, then definitely don't miss that episode. Secondly, our 10 most viewed videos on Think Media. Watch this trend. 
out of our 10 most viewed videos on Think Media, three were from 2021. So in the top 10, in 365-day period, only three were from last year, the year of their publishing. Now watch this. Three were from 2020, the previous year. Another three were from 2019, and one was from 2018. So I'm recording this episode in 2022. One of the videos in 2021 that was in the top 10 was from 2018, and, and it received 842,000 new views just last year alone. So here is the big takeaway under number two, is that seven were not even, seven of our top 10 videos were not even from this year. YouTube is a marathon and not a sprint. And you need to be thinking about content shelf life and evergreen content. You know, I was able to learn from a YouTube employee hearing them speak at an event. And there's an episode where I shared those insights. Of course, check out the show notes. Uh, a lot of powerful insights. But one of the tips he gave was he said, don't underestimate the power of evergreen content and ask yourself, what is the content shelf life of the piece of content that I'm creating. So I understand that there's a whole opportunity on YouTube to go viral, to talk about in the know, in the now news, to talk about trending headlines, but the shelf life of the, that video, it might pop off now and it might be irrelevant tomorrow. There's a whole other approach and that is evergreen content. And where that term comes from is, you know, I'm recording this in Seattle, Washington right now. We're surrounded by evergreen trees. And that means that when there's snow in the winter, they're still green. It means that when there's sun in the summer, they're still green. In spring, in fall, these trees are green all year long. And that's the power of YouTube. It's the second largest search engine in the world. You have the chance to create evergreen content that's relevant today, tomorrow, and into the future, even for years to come, even to get even a million views on a video that's a couple years old. You wanna talk about the revenue generated from that video? It's incredible, and that's true passive income, and that's true leverage for building your business, building your channel, and this is why we love YouTube the most at the Think Media Podcast. So I would ask yourself, what kind of evergreen content can you create in 2022? Are you thinking about the long game when it comes to your YouTube channel? Are you thinking about um, how you can plant seeds today for the harvest that you want to reap tomorrow? And don't get discouraged by your short-term results. Our goal is to build a library of videos that rank in search and suggested and that keep getting views for weeks, months, and years to come. So whether we take a team retreat like we did around the holidays with the Think Media team in Las Vegas, um, whether I'm hanging out with my son, Sean Bradley, and we're playing in the snow, whether I'm reading a book or working on improving our course, Video Ranking Academy, when I'm not making videos, the videos I've already made are working for me. And Todd, the YouTube employee, I believe in product engineering, meaning he's an engineer at YouTube, working on the algorithm and helping us understand the algorithm, said, don't judge your video by its first day's performance, its first week's performance, or even its first month's performance. 
don't underestimate the power of evergreen content. And what's interesting is even the YouTube short that we published proved that same point. It did not go viral on day one or even week one or even month one, but it started to pop off later. So I want to encourage you this year to commit to the discipline of creating the best content possible, getting 1% better with every upload, studying in depth our tips and our process. And this is one thing that the Tube 1K Challenge is going to help with. We are going to be teaching five days on this very thing because the amount of leverage you get from evergreen videos that keep getting views and keep getting subscribers and keep earning money and then keep whatever you want to do in your business. If you want to purely make a living as a YouTube entrepreneur, or you want to generate leads, get emails, get people calling you, um, you know, get clients, grow your financial services business, grow your real estate business, start, you know, partner with a network marketing company and, and connect with people and serve them with products, help them with their health. I mean, whatever you actually want to use YouTube for, there's never been a better time to be building your channel, uh, building a YouTube channel. And so uh, think about evergreen content is number two. And think about the content shelf life um, this year, because I want you to imagine and look ahead that, you know, 2018 was now four years ago. Are you thinking four years ahead right now in the rush of hustle and bustle? of 15 second reels, TikToks, and YouTube shorts? Are you thinking four years ahead? Friend, that's the power of YouTube. And that's why a lot of people miss YouTube because they miss and they focus on the short-term short dopamine hit of some of the other platforms, or they miss the evergreen strategy on YouTube and they focus on the viral strategy on YouTube and they're trying to be Mr. Beast. More power to you if you can pull that off. But I just can't, I obviously get fired up. I could talk about this forever and think about like Larry, who's one of our Video Ranking Academy students. He he has only been on the platform for six months. Um, so it's not too late to start YouTube, meaning mid 2021, he started from scratch. He's only uploaded 16 videos and he already has 53,000 subscribers and almost a million views. Um, he's answering specific questions, but he's focusing on, evergreen content and he's focusing on making the right videos. But here's what's crazy for Larry is even though he's had that much success in the first time, what happens four years from now for Larry's channel as he continues to post videos and work the strategy. So please, this year, think about what kind of evergreen content and, and content that you could create now that would be relevant four years from now. Because by the way, the people watching my video, it's still relevant. It's still helpful. It's still answering their question. Clearly why it's still getting that many views. And so that's number two. Now we're going to get into number three, but if you love the Think Media podcast and watch this on YouTube, definitely smash the like button. And if you're on any of the audio platforms, my favorite is Spotify where I listen to my podcasts, but you might be on Apple Podcasts. If you leave a review on Apple, even if you're a Spotify user, that'd mean the world to us because um, it really helps us get the word out about all this information that can help you build your business and uh, crush it on YouTube this year. But number three, check this out. Our most profitable YouTube video was 44 minutes long this last year. So I studied the top 10 videos and here's your homework. If you've been on YouTube, even not for a year, but if you've had, if you've been on YouTube for a year, year, go into your YouTube analytics, select last year or select the last 365 days 
And then right there on the homepage, you have your top 10 videos and then ask yourself, what can I learn from these? What are the topics? What are the thumbnails? What, what are the average view durations? Which one made the most money? You're going to figure that out by going over to your revenue tab in your YouTube analytics, selecting the last year, and then looking at which one earned the most money. That's where I found this. And you could dig around in your analytics to study, okay, I should do more of that. Or what can I learn from that to improve my strategy going forward? So the most profitable video though, related to just YouTube ad revenue. And we make a lot of, we have a lot of income streams at Think Media, but related to just YouTube ad revenue was A, from May, 2020. So the, the money that, the video that earned the most ad revenue in 2021 was from the year previous. It earned $15,969, one video. And it didn't even come out this year. So by the way, it re I, I, you're going to get me back on the content shelf life and evergreen content point, but how powerful is that? Now watch though, very high valuable training. We talk about TSS, teach specific skills. It's actually a video. Uh, it's about YouTube strategy. But one of the things that we included in it was five mid rolls. And that actually means that there's multiple ad spots in the video. Now, let's talk about it. You might watch videos and you go, that's so annoying. And you go, okay, well, if you really want to watch the content, you're going to watch through it. And I completely empathize with you if you feel like it's annoying. I also think it's annoying that I have to watch ads uh, on Hulu and in the middle of Yellowstone on Pe Peacock. And I need to upgrade my membership so there's no ads. Um, and that's what people's option on YouTube is as well because they can pay for YouTube premium or YouTube plus or whatever it's called now. And you don't have ads anymore, which by the way, the money still goes to the creator algorithmically, but why should Hulu get so much money when you, the creator, if you make an almost hour long training and you teach somebody something that's super valuable that can change their life, why shouldn't there be a couple ad spots in it? And by the way, five mid rolls in 44 minutes might sound like a lot, but I think that's one, you know, it's like every, every 10 minutes and one is at the very, very end. So you also have to notice the audience retention curve. A lot of people aren't going to see four of those or three of those, right? It's only if they watch the whole thing. Um, and another thing you need to know about YouTube ads and YouTube mid rolls is that they don't necessarily play. So it doesn't mean that those all five are going to be quote unquote forced on the viewer. YouTube fires ads, triggers ads, um, with somewhat of a mind of its own because they want to still protect the viewer experience to a point. So this just gives you the opportunity to maximize the amount of ad placements. So again, if you're trying to grow your YouTube ad revenue, you might think I need to po post a hundred videos and there's one ad at the beginning of every video, or you could post a longer video. Here's a huge key that is really very valuable. And then there could be multiple, multiple ad spots in that video. And, and all I'm sharing is again, trends that we noticed. One of the things too, was that I went back. I, I, it, the video did not have that many ad sp spots at first. Once I had seen that it was proven that people loved it, that it continued to get views, remind you it's over a year old. So here's another tip. What videos can you go back to in your YouTube library now in a new year and make changes to them like that? Can you say, wow, this video is performing well and it only has one ad spot. I'm giving away 44 minutes for free. Hulu would never do that. And 
and and and and someone with YouTube Premium could pay to avoid these, and then someone who really wants this, like I think about Nolan Moltz Final Cut tutorial on Think Media, and if you're a Final Cut 10 user, we have like a two-hour class on Final Cut for free on YouTube. Think about it. You don't have to pay to buy an online course. You don't have to go to LinkedIn Learning. You don't have to, you know, get something. You can watch it for free on YouTube, and you could either subscribe to the YouTube Plus or you can watch some ad spots every 15 minutes, which gives you a chance to have a break anyways. And so anyway, th this is not a debate about whether or not you should do mid-rolls. If you don't want to, that's fine. But keep this in mind. One video, 44 minutes long, earned almost $16,000, didn't even come out this past year. And it was our most profitable YouTube video, which brings us to the question I promised you earlier. How long should my videos be? Sean, 2022, what is the secret length, the secret sauce, the secret answer of the ideal YouTube video length? From the data and from the research, I have the answer. Should I make long videos or short videos, Sean? And the answer is both. The answer is yes, you should make long videos and short videos. So let me actually answer that question with the question. What is the promise of your channel to the viewer? And with the video you're going to post, is that video delivering that value to the viewer? Notice in the top three tips here that I observed surprising insights from our channel in 2021 that you can apply going into 2022 is that a YouTube short was our most viewed video. It grew the channel by a lot. People loved it. It didn't earn a lot of money. And then notice that our most profitable video was 44 minutes long. It got great views as well. And it earned a lot of money in terms of YouTube ad revenue. And so on Think Media, both videos were on brand, aligned with the promise of the channel for the best tips and tools for building your influence with YouTube. And they both delivered value. So as you think about your year, I think YouTube in 2022 gives us an opportunity to experiment with content formats, content lengths, but to be super clear about the value proposition of the channel and the promise. That when people come to you, they experience an emotion. That when people come to your channel, they experience a solved problem, whether that's entertainment, whether that's an answer to a question, whether that's a quick tip, a quick insight, whether that's a quick moment of inspiration. And that might happen. People like to watch compilations of motivational talks. Like my friend Lewis Howes has three hour long videos on his channel, combining the best clips of his library of interviews and guests that he's had. Meanwhile, motivational shorts that are 30 seconds also perform well and so I want you to be thinking most about the promise that you're making to the viewer this year and be then thinking about how can I experiment with YouTube shorts? How can I experiment? What, what would I talk about if I was going to make a video that was 44 minutes long? Or am I going to make a compilation of multiple things I've done or share a talk that I did at a, at a workshop or a live stream? Am I going to edit a live stream I've done down in the past, make it a little bit, bit better? And then everything in between. How can I do three-minute videos that are just traditional horizontal, you know, not, not vertical video like a YouTube short? Should I do five-minute videos on my channel? Yes. 
Could an eight minute video be good? Absolutely. There is a trend we notice that when you go a little bit longer, especially if you're in more of an education, how to, um, people like, you know, like the thick media podcast, we do longer conversations here and whatnot that you definitely have the chance to get more watch time in general when you kind of cross over the 10 minute mark, but across the board, our, our videos are of all different lengths. Great five minute videos. Seven is great too. Eight is great. 13 is great. 22 is great. Here's the rule. Your video should be as short as possible, but as long as necessary. And as necessary just means to convey the value, to tell the story. If you want to be entertaining, if you want to connect with the viewer, stories are powerful. But if the story goes too long and you lose track of where the person's going, it sort of loses its power, doesn't it? Um, the Lord of the Rings is powerful, but the Lord of the Rings extended version is too long. All right. I just offended somebody, but you know, like sometimes you, you, you want to trim it down, but here's the other thing is I like the Lord of the Rings normal version. Tony Ariola on the think media team likes the extended version. So by giving even your viewers, some people listen to the think media podcast full length. Um, some people, we use clips from the think media podcast and we publish those things other places. So I think this is a major trend in 2022. It's saying how long should content be? Yes, it, it should be all kinds of lengths, you know? And I think that you have the opportunity to experiment with different content formats that, and that meets people at different places on their journey. They don't have time to listen to today's 35 minute episode of the Think Video Podcast, but when we trim out a clip and post it somewhere else, they get that nugget in three or four minutes and you ultimately are serving more people. But remember, around the same value proposition, you're, you're serving people. We help people grow YouTube channels. We help you start a channel, grow a channel, monetize a channel, go part-time or go ultimately full-time as a YouTube entrepreneur, as a content entrepreneur, uh, leveraging YouTube as your main platform. And so take a, take a nugget, take a deeper dive training, or be a part of the the five day challenge and go five days, not even on YouTube. We do we host that in a private Facebook group. It's all kinds of it's the same promise, but distributed in a lot of different places to serve you, uh, depending on how much time you have and at what level you want to engage. And you can do the same for your audience. So I hope these three tips help you as you're creating your 2022 YouTube growth game plan. In just a second, I've got a final charge for you as well as the review of the day. But I want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by tube1kchallenge.com. The Think Media team and I realize that if you really want to grow your YouTube channel, sometimes you need a period of focused intensity where you really shut out distractions and you don't just listen to one podcast or watch a YouTube video or consume some random information, but you set aside some concentrated time to really build momentum on your channel. And we are doing a free five-day challenge, seven total sessions, and it's all about how to get your first 1,000 subscribers on YouTube and earn your first $1,000 on YouTube and beyond. It's happening January 24th through the 28th, 2022. And you can register for free at tube1kchallenge.com. Every session, we give stuff away, cool tech, tools that will help you create content. Plus, 
we're giving away an entire YouTube studio. Myself, Tony Ariola, our VRA director, Heather Torres, Melissa Caputo are going to be on there. We might have some guest appearances from some of the other Think Media team members. We have some students in our community sharing their insights, their surprising insights for growing their YouTube channels um, in some of the sessions as well. And it's going to be absolutely incredible. If you would say, I want to stop dabbling on YouTube and I'm ready to start dominating. I want to stop just kind of being half-hearted in this thing and I want to go in all in. One of the reasons why it's called a challenge is because every single day there's going to be something for you to do. Every day there's going to be something to learn and there's going to be something to do. And it should be challenging. And so I would encourage you, don't sign up if you don't want to really win on YouTube and jar yourself out of the status quo this year. Like if you're not ready to just lean in, take notes, and not just consume some information, but implementation, but actually apply some of the things you're learning. Because we're obsessed, friend. We want to help 10,000 purpose-driven people create a full-time living, doing what they love, while making a difference in the world with YouTube. There's never been a better time to do it than now. Uh, I shared Larry's story earlier. It's not too late to start. The creator economy is estimated to, by the end of this year, be evaluated at over $100 billion. That means there's a piece of that for you on the other side of taking massive action. So this challenge should be jarring, shocking, and it might be a good time to, to shut aside, uh, to push aside Netflix and Peacock and Yellowstone um, and selling Sunset Season 4 or whatever we're on now and, and just take a few days. Imagine just taking a week to build massive momentum this year that could be life-changing for you, your family, that could trigger growth in your channel, help you reach that first milestone or of 1,000 subscribers or grow beyond that, and then scale to the moon because this is the fastest growing small business type, being a content creator, Signal Fire uh, revealed. But of course, it's also highly competitive. Who doesn't want to build a life in a business on their own terms or be able to work from home? And so you're gonna get tactical, actionable information in this free challenge. I wanna encourage you, join Heather Torres and I, tube1kchallenge.com, as well as the Think Media team. And uh, we can't wait to hang out with you. Uh, it's on like StreamYard and we will we'll be able to see you uh, in the comments and answer questions. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And if you've never been a part of one, you're not gonna wanna miss it. It's hard to even describe the energy and the uh, experience that tube1kchallenge.com is. The review of the day is from Upset Citizen of Earth. And they said, this is the only business podcast that I listen to. I love the variety of business advice you give. Your podcast has helped me center my focus on what's important and a priority for my business. It's amazing how I can listen to the podcast and watch it on YouTube. God bless you all. Thank you so much for the review. And I want to encourage you again, if this podcast encourages you, inspires you, if you get tactical information, if it's been helpful, if you've been listening, if you've been uh, in the in the back of the room, listening and being taking some notes and enjoying it, but you haven't stepped out to leave a review, it would mean the world the world to myself and the team just to hear your thoughts and your honest feedback on Apple Podcast reviews, even if that's not the main platform you listen to, because it helps the podcast reach more people. You know, it helps uh, specifically and tactically if you start even one of your own podcasts when it's not just downloads, but it's also reviews and the rate of downloads and reviews that helps the podcast algorithm 
determine um, uh, how the podcast kind of ranks and how new people see it. And so friend, if it would just take three minutes or less to leave a quick review, that would be incredible. I appreciate you so much. And uh, as we land the plane today, it's 2022, man. It's time to rise and grind. It's time to punch complacency in the face. It's time to kick comparison in the chest and really go all in on YouTube. You know, it might be a thought that crosses your mind or someone could say, well, well Sean, of course you think it's YouTube is the best. And like, you know, you have a course on YouTube and like you're, you have a book on YouTube. So you want, you're just trying to get people hyped on YouTube. Well, critics might say that, but my opinion of what's happening on YouTube is irrelevant to the data that is proving that this next decade is going to be the best decade on YouTube. A recent report came out about YouTube's revenue compared to Netflix's revenue. The streaming wars, you got to know YouTube's a player, Amazon Prime, Netflix, YouTube, Peacock, all these platforms. And what is coming in the future of YouTube, how do we know that? Judged, judged off the past of YouTube. Right now, anything could happen at any time. But right now, it just shows us that YouTube is such a juggernaut owned by Google has so much authority and such a large content library and such a major technology technological infrastructure and algorithmically as revealed by not my opinion but by Larry's experience by so many of our students and ex and community's experience and by YouTube employees themselves explaining how the YouTube algorithm works friend it is still practically a good time to start a YouTube channel the algorithm will still reward new content on new channels that is good, that has a clear understanding of who your audience is, and that is optimized according to what matters most on YouTube. And we'll be talking about that on the challenge. So here's the bottom line. Let's go all in, man. This is our year. This is your year. This is your year to uh, cast off distraction to the side and get super focused on your goals and build on YouTube. YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world, 2.3 billion monthly active users growing seven out of 10, more accurately, 67% of baby boomers are watching YouTube now. Baby boomers, Gen X is blowing up there and Gen Z and millennials as well. Everyone's watching YouTube. TV usage is increasing. Mobile usage, of course, is off the charts. Still desktop is super relevant. The algorithm will help you get discovered and reach people. Un tons of monetization opportunities on the platform itself. And then innumerable amounts of business models you can build around your YouTube channel. This is the creator economy. This is 2022. And this is the time to go all in with the right strategies, the right approach, the right mindset. And that's what the Think Media Podcast is all about. So if you haven't subscribed on YouTube and or subscribed on the audio platforms. Stick with us all year, man, because we're here for you. And we are all about helping you win on YouTube and build a real business and experience real success without losing your soul. Build a really healthy paced, healthy business that's not just based on trends, but that's based on real business principles, real service, real community, real value, real depth, and real sustainable YouTube strategies, as we've seen videos from years ago, still growing. We want to teach you how to do that. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. And if you want a jump start, a shot in the arm, a kick in the pants, an espresso shot in your 
oat milk, then do not miss the tube1kchallenge.com. My name is Sean Cannell. I appreciate you. This is the Think Media Podcast. And until next time, keep crushing it. And I will hang with you soon on the next episode. Peace. Peace.